Right. Shall we make a start? Yeah. Okay. Go on then. <laughs> Before we overthink this. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that ship has sailed. And welcome to Izzy and Gina in Stitches, informal conversation about life in general and art and embroidery in particular with me, Izzy Moore. And me, Gina Ferrari. How are you, Izzy? Hello. I am all right. Good. (laughs) Um, Yes. I had a bit of an odd week last week and um, took me a few days to get my duck back in a row. And then this week, the child is coming home at the end of the week. Not to see us, but to see boyfriend and his family and things. So but turning we, up to you, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we are the B&B. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And, you know, collect collect birthday presents, have birthday cakes. So I've got to do birthday cake. So anyway, so that's why we're doing this a day early. Not that anyone else would know that. No, not that anyone would know no. that. But <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why that's relevant. <laughs> anyway fatted calf and all that child's coming home um so i've got things to do um so yeah last week was a bit odd so i went to i think after we spoke last it was just before a stitching weekend that i was going to that's right because i was finally getting going on a project because i needed something to take with me for a show and tell that's right so yes i went to my weekend and it was a very odd weekend for several reasons um and I really didn't feel sort of well by the time I came back I was quite sleep deprived oh dear but it was so odd I mean I mean we we turned up and our room where we do all our stitching and stuff where we put our stuff is on the first floor so you turn up and you have to check into your room reception and um so I was checking in and paying and she said oh by the way the lift's broken great sewing machines (laughs) I didn't take a sewing machine but ah this leads on to our topic already I take a bag it's a bag quite a hefty bag which unfortunately is quite large I can chuck a lot of stuff in and so I do right you take too much heavy yeah I take (laughs) too much and so I had to haul that up the stairs but that's okay so that was the first thing lift broken I thought no biggie that's all right and then I got up to my room and they had they had done a lot of overthinking because they'd stuffed up our rooms and our bookings last time right. with the meeting room we had. And so to make up for it, they put us in what they called sort of deluxe rooms, extra okay. large rooms. So I thought, oh, this is exciting. So I got into my room and I thought, oh, I've got a living room. I've got an extra, I've got a suite and um, so yeah sofa and a coffee table and a desk and then a whole another room where the beds were there were two twin beds and then I wanted a room with a bath I specified please gonna have one with a bath because I do like to have a bath it helps me relax especially when I'm away and my mind is just right so thought that's this is great so the first thing I always do is turn off all the radiators because it's by the time I've gone up and down the stairs with all my stuff I'm really hot so turn off the radiators, open the windows, at which point I thought, hello, there are no blinds or curtains. <laughs> Brilliant. At all. So I had this living room with this bank of windows, nothing. Your deluxe room. <laughs> my deluxe room. And then my, my little room where the, the beds were, uh, two windows, nothing. 
The bathroom did have a blind. It had two windows, one of which was sort of obscure glass and the other one had a blind. So I thought, slept in the bath. (laughs) Anyway, so I looked out of the window and I thought, well, I could see the cathedral. Brilliant. That's good. And I was at the top of the building. So I looked out and I thought, actually, the windowsill is quite high and I'm not really overlooking anyone that way. And over that way, I'm overlooking a garden. And so I thought it'd be fine. It'd be fine. I take my sleep mask thing anyway, which blocks it. So I thought I'll be fine. Couldn't honestly couldn't be bothered to say anything. But, you know, I thought, well, whatever. So that was that. And then um, and it was fine. You know, we had dinner. We had our first meeting and I had my lovely hot bath and that was great. And then I got to bed that first night and it was fine. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and the moon it was a full moon. It was like a strobe light. It was like a searchlight. It was Brilliant. so bright. Oh, my. Oh, no, this is not going to work. And I thought I should have slept in the other bed because they were twin beds. Right. And then later on in the night, I woke up again. And the moon had shifted and it was shining on that one. So I thought, oh, it wouldn't have made any difference which bed. No. So anyway, so there was that. And then the next morning I got up, went for my lovely long walk, which I'm always amazed that nobody else does. Um, went for my walk, came back. I thought I'll have a quick shower, then I'll go down for breakfast. And there's a shower over the bath and I twiddled the water. I thought, well, that's still a bit cold. I'll twiddle it the other way. No, that doesn't work. And there's one of those buttons, you know, they have these thermostat buttons. Right, yes. I thought, yeah. oh, maybe I just need to. No, no, still not. And I thought, oh, well, whatever just rinse off you know yeah. it's a little bit nippy but that's fine you know I had good for you like, cold shower good for yeah. me cold shower wake me up blah 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 went down to breakfast that's fine carried on with our day and then later on um we had a bit of a strange day as well we had someone turn up who wanted to join and it was all a bit confusing as to well we're right. not really I know it's a group of people who've known each other for a long time Okay. We're only so there. A private because, group, really. Yeah, we're only there because we needed somewhere need somewhere to meet, not because it's anything to do with Salisbury or the cathedral or so there's a bit of a right. confusion. So that that caused a bit of an odd, odd situation as well. So that was all a bit odd. And then later on someone said something about hot water. And I thought, hello. Am I because I thought it was just me. I couldn't work out the sure. shower. And then someone else said something about it. I thought, hello. Is, is it just a general thing then that there's no right. hot water? And they said, yeah, I didn't have it. Did you have a shower? Said, well, no, I couldn't have a shower. Oh, okay. It was you. You'd used it all up for your bath. <laughs> With my bath. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this sort of carried on, you know, sort of, oh, and someone would go and test the hot nose, still no hot water. Oh, this is all a bit odd. But no one came to say anything to us. No one That's said strange. anything. Um and then there's a there's a situation going on with the tea and coffee, with how we how we have our tea and coffee and whether we're supposed to have a kettle in the room and all of this sort of stuff. And the staff there are there. I don't know who's overthinking it. They're overthinking it, or the group. I don't know. And I'm like, I'll just go down to go down to Cafe Nero and get myself a coffee from there. Honestly, you know, it really doesn't matter. Or I'll just go down to the canteen and get. There's an urn. I'll go and get a. You know. Anyway. <laughs> And eventually, when we thought it's a bit nippy in here as well, we realised that there's no heating. No heating. Oh. No. So I went downstairs. I said, look, um, some of us are wondering what the situation is with the hot water, the heating. She said, oh, no, I'm waiting for them to phone me back now. I've been trying all day, blah, blah, blah. There wasn't 
sorry? No. So, okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that was that. And then that night, no bath. No bath. I had a hot water (laughs) bottle so I could boil a kettle. Have a hot water bottle. And um, no shower the next morning. Lovely. Just a cold one. Um, And then when I checked out, I said, uh, oh, by the way, when I gave my keys back, I said, by the way, there are no curtains or blinds in that room. And she said, oh, that's right. I know that. Uh, We're waiting for them to come in or something. So why put you in that room? Did you get a discount? Why didn't you say, when I checked in, why didn't you say, oh, by the way, there are no blinds or curtains. Is that a problem? Or they weren't full. They could have moved me. So there's absolutely no thought there at all. I mean, like with the the hot water thing, just say, sorry, ladies, no hot water. You know, here's a plate of biscuits. Yeah. Or or something. Or something. Yeah. Just something. You just say something, you address it, don't you? So you think, oh, my goodness. So we had no lift. We had no heating, no hot water. Sounds nice. (laughs) I got home I said to Nick you know you're not you're not missing anything you think I've been away and had this swanky weekend not really no but I did get quite a lot of work done so that was good and since then I have done absolutely nothing I've been poofling about in here um bit of tidying bit of I've been poofling not achieving yeah but you can't actually work at that level all the time anyway so don't beat yourself up about that you know okay you have a Great active weekend i mean i've had a busy weekend and now i've been running around like a headless chicken for the last two days not achieving anything so yeah so it's the same sort of thing really looked like you had a lovely weekend though i did yeah i mean i was gonna say i'm feeling a bit stressed at the moment but that's because i'm dealing with incompetent solicitors who and it just makes me very cross because i think they're supposed to be educated people they earn an awful lot of money and they can't even spell a name right and then when I pointed out several mistakes, it said, well, that was the information you gave us. No, <laughs> I think I know how to spell my mother's name. And when I looked, yeah. the electronic signature had spelt it wrong as well. So whoever gave them that information had got it all wrong. And then this morning I've dealt with something with the lease and she says the lease is attached and it wasn't attached. So I've had to go back again. It's just, it's stressful, isn't it? It's back it is before, stressful. Back before. And you think, yeah. you know, how difficult can it be? there we are that's aside (laughs) so one thing i would say because i have been a legal secretary and conveyancing as well um the solicitors might get paid a lot of money but the secretaries don't necessarily i'm sure they don't yeah and it and it's nearly always the secretary who's sending out all this stuff though i did think that yeah yeah it's not it's not the solicitor who just dictates stuff into their dictaphone and then they move on to the next thing but they have to sign everything off yeah they are the ones who are signing everything off they should check they should check. I know. I mean, I the second I looked at it, I thought this is all wrong. That's, so that's and I don't be funny. It might be the secretary and maybe they're not paid as much, but it is. They still got to do a job. Yeah. And if you say there is an attachment to something and there isn't, which means I then have to go back to them and ask for it. I don't think oh, it's causing me a lot of hassle. You know, moving house is stressful and this isn't even my house. So no. <laughs> anyway, but that is a sign. A <laughs> bit of a rant. Get it out your system. Bit of a rant out of my system. But yes, I have been away for an absolutely lovely weekend. I think when we last spoke, I was about to go up for a talk in Stamford, which was the first talk yes. I've done in over two years. With your ladies. Yep. Took my ladies in the car. That went really well. Very nice group of people. So that kind of boosted me a bit. And then I've been away and had a lovely weekend at Missenden Abbey. 
where we did have hot water, um, where I only took one bag of stuff. <laughs> Get you. Yeah, but that will lead into what we're talking about. Um, yeah, and it was with a lady called Jackie Devereaux. I will put a link to her website. Um, she does beautiful watercolours, which she combines with ink. So it was really just experimenting and playing with colour, with ink. You know, if I'm going to be honest, nothing totally groundbreaking, but just that permission to play with something that I yeah. wouldn't normally have done. Yeah, so that was good. There was some looking at your pictures, sort of think, oh, what's all there was something I saw mention of tea bags. Was it tea bag paper? No, we actually got our what tea bags. Tea it was tea bag paper. Got our tea bags, um, washed them, cleaned them up. Yeah. And then you can dip them in watercolour paint or lay them on your paper while they're damp. Apply the paint to the surface and then lift it off and it gives Ooh. a print. It's just kind of containing the paint and making it patchy. Yeah. And it makes a nice light background to things. I did rather like that. Yeah. So I've been saving tea bags for that. So it, it's just printing with a bit of paper, really. You know, you've got paint yeah. your paper, yeah. you're putting it down. And the nice thing is you can squash it between two bits of paper and you get a print on both sides. Oh, bonus. And equally, we were dipping lace into watercolour paint as well letting it drip off the excess, laying that on the paper, again, sandwiching it, pressing just it down. Get a print. Get a print of the lace. And it just creates nice backgrounds, which you can then paint So when onto. you say dipping into watercolour, have you got that in a palette or a... Yeah, a little dish. Okay. Just a little dish. So you mix up some watercolour paint. We were using tube paints. So it's I was going to say, do you anyway. use tubes or blocks? But you can reactivate blocks anyway, and with yeah. a bit of water to get quite a deep colour. So, lovely yeah, just fun just fun to play yeah. yeah I don't know how it'll fit into what I do but yeah. they look like lovely loose um sort of yeah you could see you were just sort of yeah not overthinking it just loose free I mean that's the way with watercolor isn't it you can't yeah just let's see what happens and if it goes wrong yeah. what's the worst thing it's a bit of paper isn't it it doesn't matter yeah what I say to my students just a bit of fabric and thread hey all you've wasted is your time if you really want to think of it as a waste but of course it's not a waste because you've learned something you've learned something yes yeah, yeah. right yeah shall we crack on then with our yeah well you just had my theory of overthinking so. well there we go that's you done <laughs> that's me <laughs> so yes this topic came about because i put up an instagram post about something or other and and I said something like, you know, I'm probably overthinking it. Um, you know, maybe we need to do an episode about overthinking. And Anna, Anna Wilson from Tea and a Sewing Machine left a comment saying, oh, yes, please. Um, so we thought, yeah, OK. Then. And we'll um, do that. <laughs> yeah. And yes, your first comment was, I've got nothing on this because apparently this is something that you, do, you don't do. No, I, I mean, let's get something straight, I think, to begin with. Yeah, no, I do think about things that need thinking yes. about that need thought and consideration I'm yep. not that reckless but I don't overthink I really don't okay don't think I do <laughs> and that's all I can say about it really yeah yeah I was thinking I was thinking I was thinking about this obviously it's only very recently probably since we've been doing this and I've been talking to you sure. that I've realized that I might be an overthinker that I might overthink I always thought I just it was just thinking. Sure. I thought it was just thinking. I thought I was just thinking. I didn't realise it was a problem. Could be a problem. I didn't, I don't know. 
It was just thinking. It's only a problem if it's creating a problem for you. Yeah. Like keeping you awake at night or stopping you going to bed at a decent time. What do you say? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So when does thinking become overthinking? So it becomes overthinking then when it's not useful or it's sure. not um it's not helping you so yeah like you said there's practical thinking because a lot of the time when I'm thinking I'm thinking about practical stuff so like you know get packing to go away so oh I need to remember this I need to remember that I need to take this that the other but then the overthinking kicks in when I'm choosing say materials to pack seeing that I don't I'll just grab stuff but I think, oh, well, I might need that. Or I might want to do that. Or what if I'm doing this? And then I think, oh, I'd like to do that. And I've left it at home. So I do end up taking to, yeah. I've tried to, I've really yeah. tried. I didn't take a sewing machine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I thought I'm just going to do my sketchbooks. So that's progress. So I was thinking that situation. I mean, I have done it where you've looked and think, oh, what if I need this? And if I've got room and it's going in the car, I might stuff extra stuff in just because you can. Not thinking too much about it, it just goes in. But I also think there's something good about not having everything with you because it makes you use what you've got. It makes you sometimes more creative. Yeah. And I know all that. I know that. And it's not the end of the world. And you can always make a note to do something with the stuff you've got at home that you haven't got with you. Yeah. You know, so... And I think rationally, like you say, you know that, yeah, but you still do it. I still and do. I think it. that's that's when it's overthinking. Yeah, I think if possibly. I had to obviously, if I had to get a train, then sure, you, you wouldn't would do it, would you? Be more brutal. No, you overpack when you go on holiday. Oh, I'm a nightmare. When we go camping, I always take too much. But over the years, because we've been going to the same place, doing the same thing, and the weather is nearly always the same. I've got a list now of, and I've put on my list. So things like I've got a little book we have when we go camping and when we drive home, we're driving along because it's quite a long drive and I'm writing notes and I say to everyone, right, what should I write for this year? What do we need to remember? And over the years, however many times it says, do not take flip flops. (laughs) Do not take flip flops. Don't do it. Capital letters. And every year I'm like, oh, oh, flip flop. I'll just put the flip flops in the car. Might come in handy. <laughs> come in handy. Never <laughs> wear them. No, don't do Don't you wear them in the showers? See, I would wear flip flops in the showers. No, because I see okay. them, they clean them however many times a day. Oh, okay. And there's a squeegee, everyone cleans the floor when they finish. Right. No, it's all very clean. Okay. Um, and also flip flops going to and from the shower block because the paths are sandy and dusty, you get filthy feet. Oh, no, I had to keep them just for going in the shower. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no I can't bother with that. No. I do that at swimming pools. I just don't like the thought of all these people. Oh, swimming pools, slightly different, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, this, no. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and I've got stuff. I've got, we've got stuff in crates in the loft that just go camping. So like right. some old T-shirts and stuff, favourite pair of shorts that I wouldn't wear any other time. But yeah. So I've honed that, but each year I do still overthink I thought oh what if we go out for dinner I'd like to wear a nice skirt I'd like to wear this I'd like to do, do, do. and every year I think no it's too windy I'm not wearing that I'll just wear the same old thing I've been wearing all day anyway. right. see I'm, I'm don't pack much at all for holidays you won't be surprised to hear do you no. I've got better <laughs> and I still always seem to take too much yeah. even then and I yeah 
However, I am married to an overthinker who will take something for every possible occasion. <laughs> but there we are. We like to be prepared. There is that. I am an overthinker and an overpacker. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was looking, obviously, thinking about what we were talking about today. And I looked on YouTube just to see if there were any insights there. And there right. were a lot of videos equating overthinking with anxiety. Um, and going back to thinking about, is it just thinking or overthinking? I never realized it was overthinking because I'm not necessarily doing it because I'm anxious. Right. It's just my brain's going off in different, oh, what if I want to do this? What if I want to do that? And do, 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 do. Just sure. options, options. So it's not a problem for you in that situation. It's not or a problem it? in that it's not, it's not done out of anxiety. It's done out of just having too many thoughts right. generally, which is just a bit mad. It means that, say, for example, going to Salisbury and thinking, oh, what am I going to have for breakfast? They have porridge, but what do they make the porridge out of? Because, you know, I just like plain porridge, just done with water. Sure thinking I wouldn't want that what else would I want sort of thing and just overthinking it which means I end up not being able to be spontaneous sure or like going on holiday I think well where are we going to eat you know we don't really want to be traipsing around trying to find somewhere to eat I'll have a quick google see if I can find a restaurant that we would all like and blah, 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 blah. right and then we end up not being able to be spontaneous and just say oh look that looks nice yeah difficult one isn't it I was gonna say my own really real experience of this was a I think I even first came across it as a term was with Jacob when he would talk about overthinking everything and and for him it created anxiety yeah he he can't make decisions he would overthink everything think of things that might happen or what if this and what if that and which was just alien to me yeah. And I, I guess I would never particularly have called Stuart an overthinker. I mean, we, we just had a laugh before we came onto this podcast and he's saying, yeah, that's me. Definitely overthink it all. But I don't think it's a problem for him necessarily. Yeah. But a, a, one little example. Right. He, he would like to write. He reads a lot of history and politics. He's quite okay. interested and he would like to write. And we had this conversation about a month or so ago and I said, well, just do it. Oh, yeah, but I don't know where. I said, right. Set yourself up a blog. No one else needs to read it. No one else needs to know it's there. Oh, I don't know how to do that. So right, WordPress. So he's done it. He's got himself a blog. Choose a photograph. Yeah, did that. Now just write. Oh, okay. And he was really excited that evening. It might even have been longer, six weeks ago. Has he done it? No. He's changed that photograph a dozen times to Making make it, it the right, because it's pretty. got to be the right photograph, look pretty, which I know you do. And I, I mean, I've a lot of admiration for that because, you know, when I look at your course craft, when you had it and your courses now they look beautiful and everything's tied in and it all looks lovely it takes so long and part of me though. would like yeah so see part of me would like to do that but I can't be bothered really with the effort and I when something is good enough and this is what yeah. I say to you, it doesn't matter if what you write isn't going to be perfect of course it's not just write it you can yeah. edit later and frankly once that's out there certainly these days it's gone isn't it it's Within gone a week everyone's yeah. forgotten about it and it's the next thing so yeah. you're only as good as the current thing you're doing exactly it's it's a perpetual yeah. thing yeah so I think there is a problem isn't there with that yeah I mean I've put mm -hmm. here about the anxiousness I think it's almost like for me the only time I get anxious is if I haven't thought or, or it, right. it's almost like 
if I don't think about this, I will, I will feel anxious. So I'm not doing it. Am I doing it out of fear of anxiety? I don't know. It's just something I do anyway. And then sure. I would be worried if I hadn't thought things through. Yeah, I, I, I can know. kind of anticipate that because I mean, last night I sent you a message, didn't I? Saying, hmm, haven't thought about this one. Don't know what I'm talking about. And I thought, well, then I thought, oh, I'll do it in the morning. And then I realised I actually needed to go to the post office this morning because I'd got to send something to the solicitors by recorded delivery. So I thought, well, I can't leave it to the morning. So I did then jot a few ideas down. But I don't think I spent more than 20 minutes on it. Yeah. But same <laughs> I only with did me, that though. last night because I had to do it. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think of things last minute. I was thinking about it, but I didn't actually write any notes until 22. Mm. I had the same. I had 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's because I like to keep my options open, really. I'm really bad at making decisions, which is where what you were saying about having that those limitations is really helpful. Yeah. And like on holiday, when we are pretty good now, actually, you just have to wear what what there is. You know, exactly. that's what that's what there is. And same with food, you know, if you haven't been shopping or whatever, and you just have to make a meal out of whatever's in the fridge, sometimes you can do your best meals then oh, from yes. leftovers. Best meals are always the week after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but then you can overthink and think, oh, what, which leftovers would we like to have? And oh, goodness me, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and you're not going to starve, are you? It might not, no. you might end up not having the best meal or the meal you might have liked, but at the end of the day, there's going to yeah. be plenty of other meal yeah. times. <laughs> and so, yeah, so limitations, they can lead to unexpected things, you know, really, um, yeah, interesting results. And it's the same with our art as well. Having limitations, like with the colours you're using or just say if you're going away, like these stitching weekends and you've only got what you've got, you have to make it work. Yeah. And maybe it won't, but that doesn't actually matter because then you've learned something. You've learned something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's this uh, understanding, really. It's coming to understand that it's a perpetual life sort of moves on. It's everything's always moving. There is no yeah. point where everything is perfect, where you've thought everything through every scenario, every possible. You can't possibly know that. No, I like planning to go on holiday. You might wake up in the morning and it's six foot of snow or what. I don't know. Not in the summer. Oh, but, I hope know. not. <laughs> or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, something. Your feet, your feet would get cold in those flip flops then, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, some something happens and you might not go anyway or you might miss your boat or I don't know. Yeah. Or if the worst thing that comes, we're not often that far away from a shop or somewhere where you could actually get yes, if it's really essential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's understanding that that yeah there's never this point where um you can have possibly have thought everything through and and where is the room for spontaneity? Where is the room for just enjoying where you are and what you're doing and just sort of cracking on really it's it's sort of thinking versus action at some point you just have to get yeah. on at some point you just got to do it and I think also it's sort of about being intuitive about things I do think I'm quite intuitive I'll look at something and say yeah that's right and I'll do that yeah and I, I do that in my art I do that with 
the embroidery, anything. It's just I'm very quick about making those sort of decisions. I don't faff yeah. about for ages with things. Yeah. And I think I'm like that probably with most stuff. I mean, I remember when we bought a new house years and years ago and we had to decide on the colours on the walls and the carpets and all those decisions had to be made. And I say, yeah, I'll have that. Yeah, everywhere. That's fine. Yeah, no, that carpet, that's great. And the builder was like, you know, quite sexist. Well, I've never known a woman decide like that before. <laughs> well, I thought it was very sexist. Ooh, but that's but actually, yeah, I've never known anybody. Not doesn't matter, male or female. He said, you just, are you sure? I'm, yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I'll paint over it. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no point spending hours and hours and hours poring over the difference between, you know, meadow mist blue and sky blue or whatever I think that's really important as well um because one of the things I saw about how to stop overthinking is to ask yourself well first of all what whatever it is you're thinking is it a fact is it an actual thing or is it just a feeling because feelings are just feelings feelings are just they're not real they could be it could be useful it could be an intuitive thing that make you say oh well you know um you like that sort of gut feel but um they're not real whereas facts are things that you could do something about say so you know is it a fact or is it a feeling and is it useful is this something i actually need to do or consider or is this just not useful thank you brain yeah so is it is it useful is it important you know what's worth putting your thinking into and what really isn't so obviously choosing between two different shades of blue for your walls or whatever not important no whereas for someone who for whom color you know in particular or in a particular room i don't know they might it might be really important to them but other things are important to you you just wanted to you just want to move in absolutely yeah got things to do yeah yeah (laughs) things to do life needs to happen life needs to happen (laughs) exactly so yeah is it useful is it is this something that's worth thinking about and some things yes absolutely and other things no not really it doesn't matter if you have pasta or pizza next time you can have the other one we had messages last night I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Jacob on Sunday and we're going out for lunch and I said right I'll treat you but you choose somewhere in Cambridge fine so he's come back I've narrowed it down to these six <laughs> I quite like this one and Hannah quite likes this one but what do you think so I said well let's narrow it down to those two then because that you know they both sound good they all sound good. I said, the only one I don't want is the burger place. I'm very definite about that. And he said, oh, I can't decide. I can't decide. And I said, well, I think it's good for him to make decisions. <laughs> Does Hannah have a preference? No, she doesn't mind. And I'm, so this morning I went back to him, choose that one. <laughs> and he goes, oh, good, because that's the one I kind of wanted. And I thought that's quite interesting because sometimes. He does know. He does you know. You do him. know. Yeah. But you're listening to that little voice and saying, but maybe so-and-so would prefer that, or maybe so-and-so would prefer this. And so you're influenced by other people's decisions. When we went to see Child in yeah. X, um, I knew that the first night, we because we met up with her for dinner every night, we didn't spend all day together. Yeah. And I knew that we would be tired and we'd be hungry. And I thought, well, we all want something like sort of pasta or pizza or something like that. 
And so there's me on TripAdvisor before we go. <laughs> oh, the other reason why, overthinking, it was the 14th of February. Oh, right. Valentine's Day. Things are going to be booked up, or yeah. closed, all closed because it's France and it's a Monday. France, not a lot of things are open on a Monday. And if they are, they'll be booked. So I better have a look. I better try and book somewhere. So TripAdvisor, duh, 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 look at all the restaurants. Then you look at the reviews and you think, mm, no, and where is that? And duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Found somewhere, booked it. And I said, to jo- I said, you know, I mean, obviously I asked her first and she was like, oh, I don't know, we go here. And I looked at the reviews for where they go. And I thought, mm, no, I'm not sure about that. Don't fancy that. Yep. <laughs> no, don't fancy that. So carried on my search. So I booked somewhere and then we got to the hotel, blah, blah, blah. And it said, he looked out of the window. He said, oh, look, there's a, pasta pizza place just over there just opposite <laughs> i said oh okay um oh well, well i've booked the other one now anyway so child turns up and it, it started it was a cold or drizzly evening as well so we traipsed through x you know in the drizzle down found this restaurant and um it was really quiet i don't think there was anyone else in there okay. we didn't go in the menu was outside and looked at it and i thought doesn't really grab and the fact that no one else was around I thought well I feel a bit silly for booking Um, obviously didn't need to there's no crush um so and everyone else was like and I said well what do you want to do and they were like no no let's keep looking so I just went on my phone and I cancelled the booking and then we carried on guess where we ended up the place opposite your hotel the place opposite the hotel (laughs) typical I mean, it was very busy, so we ended up down in the cellar, which was all a bit quirky. But, yeah, and it was perfectly fine. Sure. I might be going off on a tangent here, but it's just brought to mind something that kind of shows how sometimes when you've not thought things through too much and things happen spontaneously, you can have a really good time. Yeah. And many years ago, when Joe was in New Zealand and I wasn't sure when I was going to see him, I booked a trip to go and spend some time traveling with him and my mum came with us so it was quite good fun there were three generations we hired a car hit the road we didn't book anywhere in advance except for the Easter weekend because it was going to be over Easter and we arrived at this new place Rotorua I think Easter weekend hadn't realized that absolutely everything shuts on Easter Sunday you you can't buy alcohol you can't buy food there's not a single supermarket convenience store nothing at all so there we were the three of us into this new chalet which we had quite booked because you know I had realized it might be busy no food I had a bag of apples (laughs) and that's all we had we we, I know we didn't have maybe we did pick up a book no we didn't even have wine because we went into a service station and were really excited because it looked like they had wine but they wouldn't sell it to us because it was Easter Sunday (laughs) what (laughs) so we were kind of laughing about this and then somebody knocked on the chalet door and it was like you know, in America where they have Girl Scout, Boy Scout cookies, where they sell yes. things for charity. And there were these little kids and they were selling bars of chocolate. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And I have to say that evening we sat and we had a dinner of apples and chocolate and we played cards and we have never laughed so much. And it was the best evening ever. Now, we would never have planned that, would we? No, no. Let's have apples and chocolate for dinner tonight. That'll be fun. 
<laughs> so yeah sometimes it's worth yeah. embracing you know not overthinking things and thinking things through and seeing what happens that, that was the moral of that story anyway just yeah a little anecdote <laughs> that came to mind no that's brilliant yeah but also I mean I know when I've been doing my painting as well overthinking it it can kill it it really can yeah you can ruin it yeah because I do that first brush stroke and I think oh that's nice yeah I want to do it again no gone yeah you can't do it you can't replicate it no and so then you end up sort of fiddling and fiddling trying to get back to where you were it's so frustrating I I just have to learn just do it don't overthink just do it because it's that freshness and that spontaneity that I love and I love looking at and marks that that's why I love your watercolor paintings and drawings yeah there wasn't a lot of thinking not a lot of thinking in that at all because it was just let's play but it's so loose and beautiful yeah the only thing that held me back for 10 minutes maybe not even that 10 seconds was I bought good quality watercolor paper with me, nothing else. I did have, right. yeah, I had an old sketch, a sketchbook and that concertina sketchbook that I put a lot of the pictures in. Yeah. But all the paper I was working on was decent paper, which is expensive. Yeah. And there's that, oh, well, if I'm not actually making a painting, do I want to paint on this? But of course, you don't get the effects on other paper that you do on proper watercolor paper. No. So I right, you know, I've maybe got through six big sheets, but that's fine. I've got experiments on there. Some of them can be cut up and used for things, you know, it's, and you're learning. So, you know, I almost overthought that one. I thought, oh no, I don't want to use this paper, but uh, decent paints as well. Artist quality watercolors are worth having. Yes, because they behave in a different way. You've got that intensity of the color. Sure. And they go a long way. So, you know, exactly. You know, and if it's going to be a problem, just buy three colors, six colors. Don't overthink it. Red, yellow, blue. Do a lot with red, yellow, and blue. Yep. It, there, so there is a time to sort of not over. No, see, I wouldn't call that overthinking. I'd call that thinking. There's a time to pause and think yeah. and say, what is the best material for this? So, say with yeah. embroidery as well, there's a time to pause and think and look at what you're doing. So, you know, is this fit for purpose? Is this is this finished? You know, just hang back. Is this yeah. finished? Could I leave it here? But then there's sort of more careful, like flipping it over, you know, are any of these threads going to come undone? You know, is it neat and tidy? Is there any more I need to do to finish it and present it? Yeah, um, that's proper thinking about it, though, and thinking yeah. through the problems or anything that might need doing. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. So there are times for thinking and um, it's when it turns into overthinking. Yeah. And I suppose it comes down to are you anxious or do you feel yeah what is it's sort of looking looking more deeply as to what's going on really is it because you're scared is it because you're scared of making that first mark is it scared because you're scared of ruining it or doing yeah. something that's not good enough and so it's it's a mindset thing isn't it it's just it mind games because that's where you then have to ask yourself and I've often said this to students in class well I don't know about this and I don't know about that what is the worst thing that can happen you might ruin a piece of work and so you've spent time on it but you've not lost it because you've a you never really ruin a piece of work you can always be cut up and re-employed yeah. for something else, or, something else but yeah. you've learned something and yeah. that is really valuable so yeah. there's never a waste it's never 
never a waste. You've never lost something. So it was quite interesting because when I was sort of last night thinking, oh, I need to, I need to give some thought to this overthinking business. <laughs> and I went down a, a little YouTube sort of rabbit hole. I was going to do this as my devotion and discoveries, but yeah. as I'm saying to you, I found quite a few videos from Gary, let's say his name, Venichuk. Gary V, I think if you yeah. want to look him up, I have got some links and I'll put them in show notes. But because um, I remembered him talking about decision making. Little warning, if you do look him up and you've never heard of him before, he swears an awful lot. Um, it can be quite hard to see beyond the swearing at times. However, he has this wonderful bit of advice about making decisions that, you know, you've got two choices, maybe more than two choices. Just pick one of them. Yeah. No, it might not be the best one. You don't know that because you don't, once you've chosen that, go down it, forget about the others, because you don't know what those other things might have been. And also, he, he, have, when you've made that decision, that other thing, it doesn't exist. No, exactly. It's only it's, what's in front of you yeah. that actually exists. And he gives this lovely example. And, I'm, you know, it said, just so you choose one thing, you take a job, you go and move to a city. Maybe it hasn't worked out quite how you want. Don't think, oh, I wish I'd taken that other thing where I moved to a different city and did this that, and the other. He said, because you might have been run over by a bus age 31. That might have been the end of it if you'd have taken that decision. Yeah. You don't know that. You know, it could have been a disaster. And I often tell myself that when I think, well, you know, I did a maths degree, which I didn't want to do. There was a lot that was bad about that. There was a lot of good about going away to university. And I often think, oh, I wish I'd gone to art college. Going to art college could have been an absolute disaster for me. It might have put me off art for life. Yeah. You know, it's, does that happen? It doesn't work for everybody. It does happen. I might have dropped out. I might, you know, you, you don't know what that life would have been. So there's no point thinking about it and worrying about it. And, and that's how I think I make decisions. I, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I saw yeah. a thing saying that by, you know, because looking back, sort of ruminating. Yeah. And also the looking ahead, sort of, oh, do I do this or do that? Which one? Da, 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 da. It actually stops you being in the present. So, I mean, I know this yeah. with the spontaneity thing. Um, and it comes down to this moment is all we have. Getting a bit deep now. But this is all we have. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen in five minutes, in no. 10 minutes in 10 hours we don't, we don't know all we have is what's in front of us right now and so we can only make the decisions that are in front of us right now um, sure i did see so another a lesson to be learned isn't there? there is a lesson to be learned um i did hear it was a ted talk i think someone's talking about eckhart tolle and the power of now which is okay. a book which i have read a long time ago um he's saying you know stop and think right now what could you be possibly, what could possibly, you know, be, be on your mind now? Um, you know, right now, in this moment, everything is fine. And this guy was saying, well, actually, you know, he's sort of underestimating my brain. And I'm thinking, yes, because you could be sitting there thinking, oh, it's a bit nippy or these trousers are uncomfortable or, you know, yeah. or I'm a bit hungry or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, there could be lots of, yeah, um, but no. No. Yeah, it's true. I was going to say something, then I've forgotten. <laughs> That's how my brain's thinking. <laughs> Sometimes, actually, I saw a thread on the connected artist thing about someone who had lost some of her work. She put it in a safe place and then couldn't find it when she needed it. And it's getting to be quite a long thread. And um, 
see already I'm thinking where's this going um yes and I thought yes that's so true and the other day I had a panic because I couldn't find my wallet and I do this I go out I go down to town and I come back and you don't think about where your wallet when you come back it's in your bag isn't it or whatever yeah and then I needed it for something else and I had that you know my blood runs cold and I think back and in my head is like a vacuum it's a vacuum it's a void there is nothing there something that I've had just you know an hour or so ago I have absolutely no idea what I did with it next yeah that happens to all of us doesn't it yeah it was in my bag it was fine but it's that emptiness it's that complete and utter void that I get quite panicky about that panics me when there's no thought and I can't even <laughs> look back think, I have no idea no I've experienced that I just remembered what I was going to say though but it's about yes. being sort of spontaneous and I think I am quite intuitive and spontaneous it can get you into trouble um I have learned over the years think before I respond to emails <laughs> just a little bit of thought about or read it first before I hit send um because you know I don't want to offend anybody or upset anybody either in what you do I don't think I do I don't think I'm unkind like that but I do sometimes Stuart will sometimes say to me that came out loud you know that don't you (laughs) (laughs) you said that out loud you didn't mean to (laughs) I do that I I mean I border on being inappropriate sometimes but (laughs) it's just that's me that's my personality it's you. And that's, it's yeah, you. so yeah. you know but that that's sort of I am spontaneous about yeah let's do this yeah, yeah. and it yeah. keeps life fun and you're very good you're very good for me um, <laughs> really yeah because <laughs> I know you know you'll say stop overthinking it <laughs> okay but it's helped me tune into the fact that I actually do that it might be a problem I always thought it was just thinking yeah, I mean, uh, it doesn't strike me as it's, you've got a problem, really. It's just funny. <laughs> Some, it can be funny. Yeah. At risk of overthinking this one, shall we? Um... Diversions and discoveries. Have you found it? Is Gary V you'd be listening to anything yeah, else? Yeah, Gary V is quite interesting. I mean, he has some interesting thoughts on things. He's just like an American entrepreneur, hasn't he? I don't know. He's, he's quite manic and entertaining in short bursts but you know you have to kind of go beyond the cursing which is quite every other word but no the other thing which I found quite inspiring I don't know why I listened to Art Juice last week and it was just Alice Sheridan interviewing American illustrator Kate Cosgrove I don't know if you caught it no I I didn't listen to that one no it was actually a really nice conversation she's she sounded very sweet and lovely young girl and she'd come from America to do an artist residency in Cornwall. Right. And it was talking about this idea of doing a residency. I did actually look into it after she'd done it. But is it the are... one that's um, at the very, very tip of Cornwall near Penzance? Yes, it is. Yes. Sort of middle of nowhere. So you have to apply to do it. You yeah. pay for it yourself. It's not like somebody's sponsoring you to come and do a residency, yeah. which there are some that you can do. And I just kind of that idea of going away and having no communication with anybody and just having to live on your own for a week or two to do some art. I couldn't think of a suitable project. And I thought, oh, do I store this one and think of it? But I, 
it's got that's there for one of these days where I think oh that would be fun right yeah yeah but I just inspired me this idea of going away and just working on your art and not having yeah. to do much else and I love that a lot idea a lot of walking a lot of drawing snails and things like that and it was just yeah why why not my friend Janet, who's in the two stitching groups I'm in, which is yes. how I managed to go from one right. and then join the other one, she does this every year. Does she? She oh, does this every brilliant. single year. And so I think, you know, she had to miss it. Was it last year? Definitely the year before she had to miss it. Is it the Janet I know? Janet Crowther. Janet? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Janet Crowther, yeah. who's a bit of a... not a big wig she would say she's not a big wig anyway she's involved with weavers spinners and dyers people in the southeast have probably come across her she's done talks with embroiderers guilds about baskets and um, her art generally she had a piece at ramster as well okay um yeah so but she's not on the web um, no which sorry that's making me laugh because the lady who came along to the group thinking that she could join she tore a strip off janet saying you're very difficult to track down <laughs> Janet was like, not my problem. Not supposed to be easy to track down. <laughs> anyway, Janet, every year she books a cottage in Wales, in West Wales, for two weeks. Right. Oh, she's happily married, um, you sure. know, grown up kids. And she takes herself there with her sewing machine and all her various um, sketchbooks and things. And it's just her time to do, and she doesn't really cook. I don't know. I think she might go out and forage for food, you know, go to right. cafes and things. <laughs> She's not into her cooking. And she just gets on with what she wants to get on with. Brilliant. Every yeah. single year. And it's like, you know, that's in the diary. I am doing it. Oh, that's just I brilliant. do love the thought of that. But danger of overthinking here. But the slight worry for me would be, what if I got there and didn't know what to do? <laughs> or couldn't think of anything to do? Take a book to read though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know. I guess that's how you cope with it. You know, I'd walk a lot. I'd have yeah. books to read. I'd have a sketchbook. And it maybe it's having that time not to do other things that allows things to happen. Yes. Don't overthink it. Just go do it. Yeah. It's something like that, something that the younger generation are not very good at being bored. They don't know what to do themselves. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. yeah. When they're, you know, I, I'm as bad. I'm not very good at being bored. Not Sometimes now. I think, right, time for myself. That would be nice. Have an afternoon off. And then I'm like twiddling my thumbs. What shall yeah. I do? Or you're picking up your phone or picking up the iPad, going Ooh, Google, 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 yeah. or whatever, or listening to a thing or flipping on the radio just so it's yeah. not quiet in the house. I, but once upon a time, like when we were kids, we used to be bored quite frequently because there was no, you know, there was no tanny. There was only three channels and. Sure. You know, and it didn't even start till tea time. And you, know, you couldn't you couldn't just sort of while away hours, you know, scrolling through YouTube or, or whatever. You'd had to just make something to do. You had to right. invent things to do. That's where creativity and uh, yeah. limitations. Came. Indeed. Indeed. So what Ooh. have you got any diversions and discoveries? I have got a couple. Yeah. And linked to that, linked to, well, two things you said. Firstly, this sort of inability to do something without listening to something without multitasking right keeping myself busy doing two things at once um and also talking about um crazy uh american podcasters <laughs> i have been <laughs> tuning into something it was mentioned by alice sheridan on art juice 
I think a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned the Creative Pep Talk podcast. All right, okay. No idea why she mentioned it now. I can't remember what the context was. But anyway, off I trotted and um, followed this link. And when I went to Salisbury and did the drive there and back, and I had to go to Ramster halfway as well, a lot of time in the car, I download a whole load of podcasts, and that's what I listen to. Right. And so I have been binge listening to Andy J. Pizza, a <laughs> creative pep talk. There's a story behind his name as well. Okay. And listening to Art Juice as well. I know that Louise has been listening to a lot of the same episodes as me because a few of the things she was saying, um, right. I thought, I know exactly where that comes from. Where it came from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he is very manic, completely mad. But he's got some, if you stick with it and you think, where is he going with this analogy? He's all about the analogies and metaphors. Right. Think, where are you going with this story? But he always comes good. And I think, yes, that's it. It's brilliant. I'll have to give that a listen. Yeah. So stick with it. And then because I wanted to say, who is this? Who is this crazy chap? Um, mm. I had to have a Google and I found he does his podcast on YouTube as well. And there's even okay. sort of special effects he puts on on YouTube. Right. <laughs> it's a bit even more mad. And then the other podcast I've listened to for quite a while now, actually, I don't listen to every one, but every now and again, I dip in and out. It's so funny. It's called, there's only one way to say this. It's called Super Duty Duty. <laughs> Does it, you can't say it in an English accent. No. Super Duty Tough Work. Oh. And it's two rappers, Blueprint and Illogic, and um, they are talking about the creative process um, okay. and creativity. And they're so funny. I've learned a new word, like crispy. If something's good, it's crispy. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> oh, look at you, all young and up with the young crispy. things. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, what, for example, one of the latest episodes I was listening to is called 10 Things Artists Can Learn From Drug Dealers. <laughs> I've like got it. to listen to that. I've got to listen to that. That's just, but, but it's spot on. Absolutely really? spot on. Yeah. So I recommend that. You know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> but they're funny. They are, they're funny, but they are right on the money as well with things like, you know, procrastination and all, all sorts of, you know, like the sort of things that we've been talking about. Sure. But they're, they're really good. It's always funny to have another take on it as well, isn't it? And see. Yeah. So they're talking about the music industry, but so much of it is relevant to what we're doing as well. Well, it's all creativity, isn't it? Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed it, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on Apple or Spotify, we'd love it if you leave us a review because it always helps others find us. And if you're on Instagram, please share in your stories, etc., etc. As usual, we will be back in a couple of weeks' time. I don't know what we're talking about. I was just pondering that same thing. Oh, well, we can think about that. It'll be a surprise. Have a, have a think about that. <laughs> and in the meantime, you can find us at isabelmore.co.uk and ginaferrari-art.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. One I listened to the last was quite useful about two questions you can ask yourself. Okay. And obviously I've forgotten the second question. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. If you like the music, it's by Ixon, and you can find it at soundcloud.com slash Ixon, and the link is also in the show notes.